0: by summer glancing up at the contrails or by winter hearing the muted everyday roar of takeoff or landing the great grey ghosts which prowl the upper reaches of our skies are always with us the airplane is a constant in all of our lives and constant is a good word, so seldom so very seldom does anything halt their appointed rounds, except that like all things that man has built They are not perfection. That is the attribute of God alone. No matter how hard man strives.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, this is your hostess, Pamela Winters. There has been a temporary failure in our pressure system. And for your comfort and safety, Captain Chip Deans, our pilot, is making an unusually rapid descent. Do not be alarmed. This sudden descent merely a safety measure. Please be sure that your safety belts are fastened and that all cigarettes are extinguished. Most of all, don't worry. There is no danger.
0: Our mystery drama, The Lone Survivor was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Ian Martin and stars Russell Horton. Well, I'll be back shortly with Act One. Most of us have flown at one time or another secure in the knowledge that no matter what butterflies we may feel on occasion, we are using the safest method of transport in the world. And that includes simply walking across the street. But, uh, there is that special word, but. But, nothing in life is inescapable. And there is the occasion when any of us may be caught in any kind of accident, just as terrifying and dangerous as this.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, we have dropped the oxygen mask because of the speed of our descent. Simply over your nose and mouth, and breathe normally. Please be ready to lock your hands in front of your face as shown in the manual, and brace yourself against the seat in front of you. In case of an emergency landing, hold your seat until you receive instructions over this PA. Should it fail, please note the
2: nearest emergency exit.
0: I am J.P. Henderson, vice president in charge of operations for Federal Airlines. This is a a bulletin on the status quo. One of our planes, bound for the Hawaiian Islands, encountered the phenomenon known as clear air turbulence, as you've already been informed. There's no sense mincing words. Apparently, the plane, after ditching, broke up or sank. To the best of our belief, there's only one survivor presently in the intensive care unit in the hospital here. I wish I had more to report. Uh, look, it's it's useless to ask questions because I have no answers. I'm sorry. Is he, uh... Has he come to, Dr. Setchfield? I asked Mr. Henderson, he's conscious. Who is he? I don't know. You mean he's still so anesthetized... We didn't have to anesthetize him. The man's injuries are minor. There's nothing really the matter with him, except... uh... Except what? He doesn't know who he is. Classic amnesia. You mean... He suffered brain damage. Oh, absolutely not. No evidence of any concussion or other somatic injury. No evidence of nerve involvement. Well, then then how? 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 Why? Amnesia is a law unto itself, Mr. Henderson. Psychologically, if the trauma is severe enough, any individual is capable of short-circuiting his whole mnemonic system and blocking out something that he does not prefer to remember. If you had been through the experience that our Mr. X suffered... Wouldn't you perhaps try to pretend it never happened? Well, uh, block out the happening. Okay, but well, surely he can remember who he was, why he was on the plane, where he was headed for. the mind can't always be that selective. The man you are interested in doesn't even remember getting on the plane, where he was going, or, or why he was going, or who he was before he did, or who he is now. Uh, could I ask him a few questions? Oh, I don't think he's ready for that. Can I examine whatever effects he had with him when he was admitted to the hospital? Not very well. What does that mean? Mr. Henderson, when our patient was picked out of the Pacific by the helicopter, he was naked as the day he was born. Any identification you want to make will have to be strictly from his birthday suit. We'll have other ways of pinning him down. Of course you will. And... I thought there's no real reason why you can't see Mr. X. He's in no physical danger and you can't hurt him as long as you go easy. I'll go in with you if you like, but I'm due in OR in about 15 minutes. I'd appreciate having you there. I think maybe I ought to check out any little thing he might remember. <laughs> You were flying when the accident occurred. Do you remember the accident? No. Uh, I'm sorry to trouble you under the circumstances, but... Well, it's an unusual state of affairs. Uh, as I said, I'm J.P. Henderson. May I ask your name? Oh, you can ask it, I... I can only give you the same answers I give the doctors. I... I don't know. I see. And you don't remember anything about the... the accident? Not a thing. Mr. Henderson, I don't remember anything until the moment I woke up in this hospital bed. I, um... I think we ought to let this gentleman have his rest, Mr. Henderson. Of course. I'm sorry to have bothered you, Mr... Uh, sir... The person who bothers me most is me. Uh, doctor? Yes? Supposing I don't remember who I am after a good night's rest. Oh, it may Maybe take it... a little time, but you will. No, no, no. Supposing I still don't. How do I find out? Well, I'm sure I... Or rather, the airline can render that service. How? At the moment as my patient, I suggest that you just relax and allow nature to restore your memory. Thanks for the kind words. I I don't know how much they help. But, uh, how soon can I get out of here? Well, is... Is there any hurry? I don't know. I just have this... I... I don't like to be sick or, or dealt with as a patient. Well, in your particular case, I wouldn't like it any more than you. But let's face facts. If I released you, where would you go? I... I, I... I guess I don't know. Yes, Gloria? Sure. I got all the reports. Found them on my desk as soon as I got back from the hospital. Good girl. Who? I don't know it. Oh. FBI. Yeah. I've been expecting they nose into it. Send them in. One headache, it's another. Oh, uh, Mr. Drummond. Come right in. Yeah, thanks. Okay. FBI, my credentials. Hmm, very impressive. Sit down? I'll, uh, just look around a moment. See <laughs> my guest. Speaking of which, I'll offer you something to drink. I never drink on the job. Hmm. What can I do for you? You got a plane down. I'll come. One in a million coincidence. Mechanical failure and atmospheric conditions beyond our control. You say? No. The pilot. You can listen to the tapes. I have them right here. We will. At first, how can you be sure there was no foul play? Communication. Until the moment he ditched the plane... The pilot was in touch by radio with the tower. Why, did he ditch? At 33,000 feet, there was a rupture in the fuselage. We can't account for that. Cabin pressure was dropping so rapidly that the pilot brought the plane down in a steep dive to an altitude where the passengers could breathe normally. But at 10,000, as he started to level off, he hit a freak situation. Skyjacket, bomb, saboteur. No, no, no. A phenomenon known as clear air turbulence. Under normal conditions, if he hadn't been at the decline ratio he was posed in, he could have handled the plane. But a huge downdraft forced him to ditch on the water. Wave heights were six to eight feet. The plane broke up. No survivors. (sighs) Only one. What's his name? I've just come from the hospital. He couldn't tell me. Yeah, he injured that bad. No? He has some bruises. Possible cracked ribs, some slight facial abrasion. Otherwise, he's fully conscious. Except for one thing. What? He can't remember his name. Oh, come on. I'm perfectly serious. He doesn't know who he is or anything that happened up until the moment he came into the hospital. He has amnesia. Yeah. Well, that can be handled. Well, you get got his name. It won't be necessary. How come? We've had people up all night checking on the passenger list. His name is Theodore Mason Williams. Address, 17061 Parthenia. You say he hasn't been completely accounted for. Haven't you checked his home? I was just about to try again when you arrived. His phone hasn't been answering. Anyone who should... He's married. We believe he has a wife. Or had. What does that mean? How come he was traveling alone to Hawaii? <laughs> he might have been on business of some sort. Of some sort, yeah. Look, uh, I'm only checking this like maybe there was some federal problem. I still don't know the isn't. But you're in my profession as many years as I've been... You get a long nose. Hmm. What does that mean? Something smells funny. If I was you, I'd start digging up that wife fast, get the local police in on it. I mean, this thing has had a lot of publicity, papers, TV, radio and all. How come Mrs. Williams hasn't been on the pipe or worried about her hubby, Huh? Maybe you're really going to have to dig her up. I don't follow you. Put it all together, Mr. Anderson. Guy on a lone trip to Hawaii. Little woman left behind. Big plane crash. Looks like everyone bought it. And her wife doesn't even check in to see if her hubby did too. On top of that, hubby turns up alive in a hospital. Only he claims he don't know who he is. Wouldn't you figure there was something screwy going on here? Well, would you? Or are you scarcely as cynical as Mr. Roscoe Drummond of the FBI? Do you really believe that Mr. Theodore Williams has that sometimes most convenient of disorders, amnesia? And if he hasn't, why should he fake it? most intriguing and chilling of all is finding Mrs. Williams. I shall return shortly for Act Two. Some hours have passed while Mr. J.P. Henderson of Federal Airlines has been busy holding off the press, meeting with the CAB and other agencies automatically involved in a major disaster instigating constant phone checks on Mrs. Williams, all unanswered, and finally calling in the city police. Meanwhile, at the hospital, Dr. Malcolm Sedgefield is patiently trying to bring the survivor out of his lost world by cautious and gentle free association. You uh, don't remember before the crash? No, Doctor. Or the crash itself? No. Or being in the water, struggling to keep afloat? No. Taking off your clothes so you could swim more freely? No. Are the helicopter freaking on? Oh, come on. This is just a waste of time. I don't remember anything, even my own name, for Pete's sake. All right, all right. Now, let's just take it easy. Why don't we try some indirect questions? I'm just going to shoot some words at you. All I ask you to do is to react without thinking. Reflect. All right. Yeah, yeah. I know what free association is. Just answer the first thing that comes into your head, hmm? Yeah. Uh, Crash. Uh, Plane. Water. Cold. Black. White. Winter. Summer. Wife. Husband. Mother. Father. Name. Uh, Title. First name. Second name. Second name. Family. Heart. Son. Son. Father. Father's name. David. David who? Uh, I don't know. Rain. Umbrella. Umbrella. Dry. Dry. Warm. Dead. Woman. Wife. Woman. Her name? Mrs. Th- I... Wh- whose name? The woman. I... I... I don't know what you're talking about. Your wife. What wife? You were going to tell me her name. What name? I-, I... I don't know what you mean. Look, look, doctor, I've had enough of this. There's nothing wrong with me except I can't remember some things, Okay? I've been that way after a hangover. I, w- I-, I want to get out of here. No, no, no. I'm afraid we can't let you go yet. Guy, what have you got on me? We haven't got anything on you. But you are the result of a major accident that killed everyone but you. So naturally, we have to keep you under medical observation for a while. Observation? Okay, okay. But I, I don't have to be in this hospital. I want out. Where would you go? I... I... I don't know. Well, a hotel, a motel. Where are my clothes and things? You see, that's the whole point. You haven't any clothes or things. You mean you found me naked? No clothes? No money? nothing—a wallet or something? When the helicopter picked you up, you were stripped to the buff. So let's be practical. If we were to let you go, where would you go? Without clothes, money, or... or any identity? No. You mean honestly that, that nobody has the slightest idea who I am? Well, not exactly. The airline has checked out the ticket reservations and established who was on board. So, by the process of elimination, they're now pretty sure who you must be. Who? I'd hope the name would come from you. About all right. Does the name. Theodore Mason Williams strike a chord? Uh, should it? It appears to be your name. How do you know? How can you prove it? Because you... <laughs> if, uh, if Mr. Williams is who you are, you have a wife. And just as soon as the police find her, we'll bring her in to identify you. Police? Why the Police. At the moment, nobody has been able to find your wife. She appears to be missing. Yes, Dr. Sitchfield. Oh, Mr. Anderson,
2: I've, I've just come from questioning our mystery patient and running the most basic of psychiatric tests on him. And? I'm afraid I didn't learn much.
0: He still has amnesia? Yes,
2: apparently.
0: And he still hasn't said his name or who he is?
2: No. But I must say it's... And your aunt could provide the answer to those questions more
0: easily by having his wife, if, if she is his wife, identify him for sure. Oh, of course. trouble is we haven't yet found the lady in question. Oh, well, then
2: perhaps the police should be
0: called in. They already have, Dr. Sedgefield. Detective Lieutenant Dominic Khaleesi is with me now. He has a... What do they call it again, Lieutenant? An uh, APB, all points bulletin. Yes, an APB out for Mrs. Williams right now. He expects to find her soon, and, uh, excuse me, just a minute. Oh, Lieutenant Khaleesi would like to talk to you for a moment, Doctor. Uh, thanks. Uh, what, what is handle? The Sedgefield. Yeah, uh, Dr. Sedgefield? Yes, speaking. Yeah, this here is, uh, Detective Lieutenant Khaleesi, City Police. Uh, I want to ask you a favor, Doc. Oh, of
2: course, any way I can help?
0: Well, I'd like to send over a police photographer to take a shot of your patient there. Uh, any reason why not? Oh, no, 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 no. We won't disturb him, Doc. No flash, no light. Uh, He don't even have to know his picture's being taken. I don't think the hospital
2: could go along with that. I mean, isn't that invasion of privacy? After all, we have been keeping the press
0: out. Uh At his request?
2: Well, no, but I have the
0: feeling that... uh... A feeling? Let's write on facts, Doc. Uh, I'll send you over a photographer, a fingerprint man, and you check out your patient, see if he's got any objections. If he has, we'll take it from there, okay?
2: Well, very well. I I suppose I have no objection.
0: We'll do it your way, Lieutenant. No, sir. No, sir, Dr. Sedgwick, absolutely not. Well, now, it's only a picture. I'm sure if the Lieutenant wanted to, he could get a court order. No, 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 it isn't only a picture. It's, it's, It's fingerprints. I don't want my fingerprints taken. There's no criminal suggestion. It's only to try to identify you. I thought you said you'd turned up a wife of mine, or someone you said was my wife. But it's got to be your wife since this Mrs. Williams had a husband traveling on the plane. And you're the only man on the plane who hasn't been fully accounted for. So who else could you be? I tell you, I don't know. Don't you see, even though your wife is... Uh, missing, for the moment, a picture of you in the papers could be recognized by someone else in your family or or among your friends. Or your fingerprints yeah. might be... Yeah, wait Where do you expect to find those? In the police file? Mrs. Williams is married to a man in the diamond business. As Lieutenant Khaleesi suggested, it's reasonable to suppose he may have been issued a gun permit, in which case... No, his fingerprints... no, no! Now, all I want to do is to be left alone...
2: Now, if you find I have a wife, let her come and identify me. Now, get out. Get out of here! Uh, Lieutenant Khaleesi? Speaking. Uh,
0: this is Dr. Satchfield. Oh, uh, hi, Doc. Uh, you get anywhere with the guy?
2: Uh, I, uh, I'm afraid not.
0: Oh. Uh, well, what's he scared of? Well,
2: Lieutenant, I can only answer you in general terms.
0: See, it's
2: a tremendous shock to the nervous system for anyone to find out that suddenly his whole life is
0: a blank. Yeah, if it is. Doc, uh, how do we know this isn't just an act? We
2: don't. We we just wait. If it is, he'll make a slip sooner or later.
0: Okay, Doc, we won't shake him up yet. Anyhow, uh, what I'm looking for is another court order. Oh, what, what kind? I want in to the Williams house. I got a hunch between my shoulder blades talks to me as loud as my bunions. That FBI guy was right. Mrs. Williams is home all the time. And she's got a real good reason for not answering the phone. Well, uh, what reason? Because she can't, Doc. And you know why she can't? Why? Because I think she's dead. That's why. Why? I'm not sure that I ought to be here, Lieutenant. Ah, it's all perfectly legal, Mr. Anderson. I have a court order committing me to enter the house. <laughs> it's all right for the police. You have a reason to search, but why me? Well, I thought you might like to be in at the desk. <laughs> hey, uh, it's a bad joke. Uh, let's say I wanted to give you a break. What do you mean, a break? Well, if I find what I expect to find, it's going to be back on all the front pages and the TV. Drag up the whole crash story. Keep it alive. <laughs> now, uh, I don't like to see the airlines hurt. they got too good a safety record, for a few things that do go wrong to stir up such a racket. Look, you seriously think that this man murdered his wife and got caught by the incredible accident of our plane going down? That's right. This uh, amnesia jazz is just a cover-up. Well, uh, maybe soon we'll be word just to cover up. It doesn't make sense. Lieutenant, why Hawaii? If he murdered her, why not Mexico, South America, Europe, anywhere, out of the state? Well, because... I'll let you in know on a little something the uh, Hawaii police filled us in on. Mr. Theodore Mason Williams was booked into the Honolulu Sheridan. He had an appointment with some buyers the day after the flight landed to... Uh, sell a little packet of diamonds he was bringing with him, valued at pretty close to a quarter of a million bucks. Heh. The payoff had been set up a week in advance, and the condition was the money was to be in cold, hard
2: cash. Not a bad little getaway stake, huh? Okay, boys, I guess that's it. Yeah, he drew a blank. Uh,
0: Go on, you can all get back to regular duty. Uh, Barney, you wait for me in the car. So, looks as if our boy isn't faking after all. I don't know. All I know is I sure faked myself out. Uh, 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 what, What are you doing? Just rubbing some plaster or something off your sleeve. I was sure I'd find her body in this house. Of course, uh... (laughs) <laughs> he could have dumped her somewhere else. Maybe even buried her in the garden. You're still convinced that Mrs. Williams is dead? Hey, when there's a homicide around, I can smell it every time. Plus, uh, one little new hey, gleam don't of... do you r- to stop me. Uh, I want to know
1: who these it, men are.
0: Uh, 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 Bronski,
1: it's okay. It's, uh, I'll handle it. Uh, uh, now, wait a minute. Who are you? Look, I think it's more to the point for me to ask that question. I'm Mrs. Theodore Williams. And I'd like to know just what the devil you're doing in my house.
0: Now that's a shocker, isn't it? A woman consigned to death by a seasoned detective who turns up as large as life. A whole theory to fit an assorted set of facts blown to dust. And in the wake of it, the same old problem that has faced us since the beginning. Who is the lone survivor? And is Mrs. Williams' the one who can give him back his identity. I shall return shortly with Act Three. Now let us return to the three people... Let's go. Mr. Henderson, official of Federal Airlines, embarrassed beyond belief. Lieutenant Dom Kolesi, for once in his life caught off guard... And the attractive, tall, willowy woman who has entered trailing with her an aura of sense and sensuality, all heightened by her barely controlled rage.
1: I'll say it again. Just what the devil write of you in my house? Which one of you is Detective Lieutenant kalisi That's me. Oh. And this other man?
0: Uh, Mrs. Williams, with my apologies, I'm J.P. Henderson from Federal Airlines.
1: Oh. Oh, for the police, there might be some excuse, but for
0: you... Get in, Lieutenant. Perfectly legal, Mrs. Williams. I had a court order to search the premises.
1: To ransack my house?
0: Rummage through all my private possessions? (laughs) Not exactly uh, uh, Hmm? As you can see, Mrs. Williams, the uh, police search was limited to one thing.
1: For for the purpose of ascertaining whether or not police suspicions of person or persons deceased may be... What deceased person... Who did you think was dead? Well,
0: begging your pardon, uh, you, Mrs. Williams. (gasps) Me? You have been missing for almost three days.
1: How do you know that?
0: Well, in the course of the investigation, Uh, naturally. What investigation? Let let me handle this, Mr. Henderson. Mrs. Williams, uh, did your husband catch a Federal Airlines flight for Hawaii the day before yesterday?
1: (gasps) What business is that of yours?
0: Mrs. Williams, you know, you don't have to answer my questions. You know you're right, but it it seems harmless enough. Uh,
1: (laughs) All right. If if it's so important, there's no way I can deny it. I mean, I saw him off, headed for the plane and a business appointment in Honolulu. I I suppose he took the plane. I, I didn't actually see him board it. Oh, please. Won't you tell me what this is all about?
0: In my capacity as an officer of Federal Airlines, Mrs. Williams, I think you have every right to a full explanation. Now, first, let me assure you, your husband is perfectly safe. The man we assume to be your husband.
1: I... I, I just don't understand. I...
0: Of course you don't, obviously. Well, look, have you read a newspaper in the last three days? Listened to TV or radio?
1: No, you see, I... Well... We have a little summer cabin I wanted to get ready on the peninsula. Mm -hmm. I drove down to put it in shape while Ted was off in Hawaii on business. There was a lot to be done. It's it's off-season, so I didn't see any friends. I just holed up, did what had to be done, and came back here to meet my husband. Is is he all right?
0: Uh, The man we believe to be your husband is alive and well. He's the lone survivor
1: the lone survivor.
0: I'm sorry to say that. From a series of events quite beyond anyone's control, flight 8657 bound for Hawaii was forced to ditch in the Pacific about 50 miles off the shoreline. In spite of every action that could have been taken, the plane and all the passengers were lost, except one. Your husband. My husband? but, But how do you know that he... We have... Satisfactory identification on all other passengers and crew with that one exception. Well,
1: why couldn't you identify him
0: directly? Your husband had been in the water some time. To make staying afloat easier, he'd gotten rid of his clothing. There were no papers to identify him with. Oh,
1: but why couldn't you just ask him who he was? You said he was alive and well.
0: He is, he is. Unfortunately, although the doctors seem to believe it's only a temporary condition, he has amnesia. He couldn't tell us who he was.
1: Oh, I see. But then, then how did you
0: find out? I... But Mr. Henderson explained that, Mrs. Williams. Mm-hmm. The police got called in to cross-check. Now, your husband wouldn't allow us to take a picture of him or fingerprint him for identification. So we checked with Honolulu, found out your husband was booked into a hotel there, and had a business deal on the fire. We kept calling you, but there was no answer. So I read the signals wrong. I thought maybe uh, something had happened to you. <laughs> what can I say? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Just don't
1: say anything. I want both of you out of my house this minute. Now, now uh, wait a minute.
0: Don't you want to go to the hospital and see your husband? Look, I, I can manage to get there by myself. Well, we'd like to go along As a matter of identification. we just like to be sure that he is your husband.
1: I don't need you to recognize my
0: own husband. No, no, it's just that we need you. Uh, well, wait, wait a minute. I'll, I'll tell you what. You uh, got a picture of your husband here we could use for identification? <laughs> Why, I... No.
1: No. You see, Ted despised having pictures taken. Any time I did take one, he would tear it up. Now, will you please leave?
2: Mrs.
0: Henderson, uh, if I was in your position, I'd want to see my husband as fast as possible. Now, Mr. Williams, I have a visitor for you. Who, Dr. Setchfield? Let <laughs> you see for yourself. Your wife. No. No. All right, no, now, no, all
2: right. Now, no, don't
1: get excited. No! Now, Mrs. Williams, are you. Uh, don't worry about me, Doctor. Just worry about that poor man. I'm sorry. I. I never saw him before in my life.
0: But it's impossible, Lieutenant. If he isn't her husband, who else can he be? I knew my hunch couldn't be all that wrong. Now I see the whole thing. The dame is lying all the way. You mean the man in the hospital room is Theodore Williams? Yeah, No, I I don't know who he is. We'll we'll catch up with him. (laughs) I knew before we even got to the hospital, he wasn't her husband. How? Well, she said her husband doesn't like photographs, right? Yes. So how come suddenly in the fireplace of the study, I find the ashes of some photograph albums and some old frames thrown away in the basement? But still hanging on the wall of the upstairs hall, there's a picture of the babe with a guy, and on the back of it says, Jackie and me, summer 1975, to my dear wife, from Ted. And the man in it? A guy, nothing here nor there. Except you couldn't mistake him for your patient. You know what the big question is? I'm afraid. What? Well, I ain't so much who's in that hospital room. It's like uh, in that TV show. Will the real Mister Williams please stand up? Uh, l- let me ask you a question. Just what do you suppose has happened to him? The <laughs> uh, detective,
2: Lieutenant Colley. Uh,
0: this is Doctor Satchfield, Center Hospital. Oh yeah, sure, Doctor. Uh, how's your patient? Did he come to? I
2: wish that was. I, I'm afraid I have some bad news for you.
0: Uh, what they make cops for, so there's some place to tell it. What's wrong? Well,
2: Lieutenant, I, I, I
0: don't know how it happened. Someone was careless enough to leave a pile of clean orderly uniforms
2: in his Well, if, you know, in, in Mr. X's room. Well, how, how could a thing like that happen? I don't know. Some orderly was bringing them up from laundry and stopped in there. And
0: I I, I don't know how it happened. I must say that your police guard wasn't on the ball either. He left the
2: door unguarded to get coffee, and Mr. X put on one of the orderly suits and has simply disappeared. Well, how do you like that?
0: We've riding around like maniacs. Maybe you'll explain to me what's going on, Lieutenant. Oh, sure. Let's, uh, let's just pull over, find a nice spot where the reception's good. Uh, uh, about a hundred yards after the next crossroad, Bonnie, on the right. Yeah, off the road, under the trees. Look, it's getting dark, but isn't this on the way to Mrs. Williams' house? That's right. Just a couple of blocks away. You think. The man who escaped will be making for her house? Yeah, I'm counting he will. Otherwise, it might make it tougher for us. I'm supposing he doesn't. Oh, oh, he's being followed. He can't get away. He already did. From the hospital. Yeah, well, we made that easy for him. <laughs> we knew the dude would make the first break he could. The dude? You know who he is? Oh, sure. <laughs> More or less. I don't understand. Well, now, which name would you like? Uh... Benny Dude Tate, Bernard Tateson, Bartholomew Taft, the third. (laughs) Uh, That's the one he's been using until his accident caused a temporary loss of memory or uh, any of a long list of others. Listen, he's got a long record.
2: Extortion,
0: con games, womanizing, misrepresentation, grand larceny, everything so far but the big M. How did you find out who he is? Look, uh, this amnesia. Uh, I'm I'm no doctor. can't make a judgment on that. But give me some facts to add up. A guy who can't say who he is. A woman who says he's not a husband who was supposed to be on the plane. And at the same time says she has no pictures of her husband. Forgetting uh, that the way people do, you know. One little picture hanging up on the hall stairs. Eh, I knew there was something out of whack. So my guy standing guard just... uh, Picks up a glass, the nurse brings out, we lift the fingerprints. Three hours later, we gotta make Benny the Duke. I'm still completely bewildered. What was he doing on the plane pretending to be Theodore Williams? You know, hold, hold a minute. Uh, uh, no, 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 not yet. Uh, look, uh, Mr. Henderson, here's a guy who's a lot older than his wife, but he's got plenty of the long green. He's going to Hawaii with 250,000 worth of diamonds to deal with some guys who never met him. His wife is bored. She's been playing around with... Guess who? Benny the Duke. Bernard, this time around. Now, suppose they get greedy and get a notion they could knock off Theodore and take off with the diamonds. Only, how not to get caught? Bernard plans to go to Hawaii, posing as Williams. Only what does he do? Sell the diamonds and get the money? Maybe, maybe he plans to check in a hotel, rough up the room, just disappear and take a plane back home. While the police figure Williams and the diamonds got heisted in Honolulu. (laughs) I like that. More like Benny's M.O. and... uh... That's what we're waiting for. Now, hold it.
1: Who is it? Take it easy. It's me, Bernard. What are you doing here?
0: How'd you get in? Listen, any Dane tries to double-cross me, baby, finds out there's no way you can close me out. What do you mean, double-cross? The hospital today. Why didn't you tell him I was your husband? You could have sprung me. Too
1: dangerous. Too many people who knew Ted. Look, if we ever got connected and they found Ted where we... I don't want either of us convicted for murder. You
0: know something, baby? They can only hang you for it once. Too bad it didn't go as planned. It was all so simple. Diamond merchant travels to the city of romance and disappears overnight with his quarter grand of shinies. Then I come back, and you and me walk hand in hand into the sunset with a nice green halo around our heads. Only it didn't pan out. (laughs) Did
1: you really have amnesia?
0: Well, yeah, at first. Then, when I came to, what other way was there to play it? Except, where were you? Oh, Not
1: I, I couldn't stand being in this house, knowing he was walled up in the basement. I, I just went to the summer camp to hide until you came back. But now, now it's all gone wrong. What, what are we going to do? We
0: ain't going to do nothing, baby. First thing I did was make sure the stones were still where they were. I got them now,
2: and I'm taking off. But what about me? The diamonds
0: were all I came back for, babe, except... No! 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 What are you going to do? No, Ted, please! Please! Please, don't Good Lord, Lieutenant, what are you doing? You can't let it. Oh, no, don't worry, Mr. Henderson. The house is crawling with cops. We were waiting for Benny to make his return. You arranged the escape? Oh, yeah. And you planted microphones in the house to have them convict themselves. Oh, a a correction on that. I wouldn't know just how those mics got there. You know as well as I do that isn't evidence can be used in court. (laughs) Even having you as a witness. Well, then why? Well, we don't want to let these people get away with it, do we, Mr. Henderson? I'm not going to. Now I've got the hard police work to do. Digging up enough objective evidence to make a case. But uh, you and the airlines can help me, now that you know the truth. Do you? It's a deal. Oh, tragic irony. All those lives. Innocent people. And one man escapes. The only one who deserves to die. The lone survivor. Oh, I think between us we can arrange that Benny and Mrs. Williams won't survive all that long. An intriguing maze of twists and turns, wasn't it? Ending in the old, old story of lust and greed. But the old axiom is still true. Man proposes, God disposes. And a sharp-eyed lieutenant who realized that the dust on his shoulder was fresh plaster and that one photograph is worth a thousand words contributed a worthy assist. I'll be back shortly. John Donne, the great English poet, who said it, No man is an island entire of itself. Any man's death diminishes me because I am involved in mankind. The profound philosophy would have escaped a man who lived only for himself, like Benny, or as selfish and unfeeling a woman as Jackie. Yet the words will serve well enough for their epitaph. They were found guilty of the murder of Theodore Williams. So at the last, in this tragedy, there were no survivors. Our cast included Russell Horton, Ian Martin, Bryna Rayburn, and Ken Harvey. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. Radio Mystery Theater was sponsored in part by Buick Motor Division. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our Mystery Theater... For another adventure in the macabre.
2: And furthermore, my fellow colleagues, let me
0: say this... Ladies and gentlemen, we're here in the council chambers. The
1: councilman has been filibustering, talking for 36 straight hours.
0: There's another point
2: I'd like to make.
1: Wait a minute. The councilman has stopped talking and started coughing. Just a moment. He's reaching in his pocket. He's taking out Vic's
2: medicated cough drops.
0: When you talk a little too much, you can get a dry, irritated throat. But you can get relief from that raspy feeling with Vicks medicated cough drops. Vicks has a tradition of giving people effective, soothing, medicated relief for coughs due to colds as well as dry, irritated. We all have a lot on our plates. Work, kids, relationships. And sometimes it can be hard to just catch a breath. When life is go, 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 it matters where you stay. Hilton's family of brands is team members dedicated to making you feel truly cared for so you can mentally check out before you even check in. Take the break you deserve and book your next stay on Hilton.com. Hilton for the stay.